new CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions. You never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Welcome to a new edition of the Cardscast. I'm Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon. This is continuing coverage of the ACC kickoff. Cardinal Authority publisher Jody Demling is in Charlotte at the Western Charlotte in downtown uh, covering the three-day event. Louisville's group went on Tuesday. They're amongst the first group of schools uh, to have that first go in the, in the press conference room, in the media breakout room, taking their time, their turns on the different ACC network programs. You know, questions thrown at them all day. And Jody Demlin is one of those, you know, throwing questions at him. And he had an opportunity to actually sit down with each of them uh, for a little one-on-one, including head coach Jeff Brom. And, and we're going to get to some of that sound from Jody and the, and the L guys here in just a moment. But again, as I mentioned, it's a three-day event for the ACC kickoff. It used to just be two days, but now with no divisions, they've, they've kind of spread it out and kind of like the format a little bit better. And, you know, voting for the predicted order of finish. The preseason All ACC team, All ACC team, the the Player of the Year, all that kind of stuff. That began the voting on that began on Monday, July 24th. It will finish. It'll wrap up. It'll conclude on Sunday, July 30th, and the public will know of the order of finish. That'll be announced on Tuesday, August 1st, and then the following day, the preseason All ACC team and Player of the Year will be announced again. That's on Wednesday, August something. So something to look forward to and. That's something that, that I am kind of looking forward to because in my conversations with Jody, it sounds like there is some buzz growing throughout the ACC from media members that cover the league and uh, for what Louisville may accomplish in the first year under Jeff Brom. Obviously, uh, a lot of work that the, he and his staff did during the offseason, the team bringing back a, a strong core, a strong nucleus of, of the bowl winning team from last year. And then obviously the work they did in the transfer portal amongst the best uh, in the country. And he's kind of been consistent with his message, Jeff Brom, that is, since he was hired. And Jody and I talked about it on our, our preview podcast for the ACC kickoff that Jeff's message from day one essentially has been, we want to win now. Uh, yes, he's coming here to uh, build a program that can, can be a consistent winner and challenge for ACC championships and in a spot in the expanded college football playoff. I mean, that, that's the goal uh, and that's the projection and that's going to be where the effort is, but it's also for 2023. He wants to win now. He's consistent, consistently said that and really every opportunity he's had to be out in the public since he's been hired, that the goal is to win now. Yes, they want to do it in the future, but they also want to do it now. And, you know, and obviously Brom is a guy that was recruited by and played for Howard Schnellenberger, a, a, a fan, you know, one of the greatest coaches in college football. If you ask me that, you know, was known for developing programs. We know what he did for Miami. We know what he did for, for UofL, Florida Atlantic. And, you know, now we've got the Schnellenberger trophy for the annual series between Louisville and Miami. How fitting is that? You know, so having played for a guy that, that built programs, knew how to win, knew how to lead uh, young men and, and, and get more out of them than what they may think they can do. 
you know, I think Jeff Brom can do pretty good things in year one and, and as well as continuing uh, year after year in building the program that he wants to, you know, a Louisville alum, Louisville assistant coach, Louisville native wants to see uh, from this program. And uh, let's do get some of that. Uh, Jody did sit down with Jeff and, and for quite a bit of time, and we got a nice snippet here for it. And it, one of the things, when, as I just mentioned, he's a former player. You know, he's a, he was a local legend at Trinity High School before he even came to Louisville. You know, it, it's a guy who's just it, he is he is Louisville. And so when you come back, when you're a coach and you come back to a town that adores you like you do, uh, like they do, and you've had success elsewhere, obviously expectations are going to rise. And you know, you've got now that he's back in town, you've got former teammates and, and other friends and, and family members that are all nearby now that want to be part of what Jeff is building at Louisville. And so Jody and, and Jeff kind of started with that, with you know, how do you how do you deal with so many people coming at you with ideas and, and wanting to help from so many different directions. Ashton and Brian both said they didn't realize the magnitude of the Brom name. You obviously you've lived it, you've been through it since you got the job. Has there been anything that is uh, that has caught you off guard, or do you just have to? Because you have to say no. You can't tell everybody yes, and and you know everybody. Your family knows everybody. How difficult has that been? Well, it does provide for a busier day, and uh, there are more people to talk to and uh, groups to get around and uh, things to do without question than where I came from. But you know what? Uh, it's important you do that. And, uh, you know, I've tried not to say a whole know a whole lot here uh, this first year because, you know, I want people to know that, hey, if you want to be a part of it, uh, you know, let, let, let's make you a part of it and let's uh, allow you to help us win and let's give you some things that maybe you can help us on. And, uh, you know, if they know we're invested uh, and, and, and you can find ways to win, then everybody feels good and everybody wants to, uh, you know, join in. So I just think uh, if you do it the right way, if uh, – you're surrounded by really good people that uh, this city and this town, this university can be special. What do you expect out of the wide receiver group? And uh, it, it, it appears that Jamari is kind of maybe a leader of that group or guy. Well, what do you kind of expect out of the group as a whole? Well, I expect a lot. And uh, I feel like we've uh, provided depth and competition at that position. Um, we work the passing game a lot. Those guys put a lot of time and effort in perfecting their craft. Yes, Jamari Thrash has done a really good job to this point. Uh, you know, Kevin Coleman, Jimmy Calloway, Jane Thompson are three other transfers that have done a good job. Um, you know, we've got a, a nucleus of guys coming back, and Amari Huggins and Chris Bell, and then some others as well that, um, you know, I want them to play well. And, uh, you know, we've had some really good receivers in our offense in the past, but I think it's because we haven't had as much depth as well. So hopefully with this room we can create depth where a lot of those guys are getting touches and doing special things and uh, making the game exciting to play. Tight end, we've talked a lot about the lack of experience, and I'm going to go back there again. You're going to coach him up and get him there. One guy that's intriguing to me, though, is Joey Gatewood. Um, what did you see in watching him before – uh, when he went into the portal, when things were, you know, you were recruiting him, what did you see that thought, okay, we can make this guy work out? Well, we like the fact that Joey is a big athletic young man uh, who's been through a lot. He's been battle tested and he's had some ups, he's had some downs, and I like those guys that have that experience. Uh, the thing he has going for him is he has really good size, athleticism, um, 
can catch the football. Now, the problem with that position tight end is that he hasn't played it before, and that's not an easy position to play for. It's much tougher than even receiver. You've got to learn the running game. You've got to be physical at the point of attack, and you've got to know the passing game and route adjustments and being able to run routes in traffic with a lot of people in there. So that's the adjustment that I don't know uh, how fast he can make that. Uh, we're willing to take our chances uh, because of what I said, his background, experience, athleticism. But he's going to have to really study it and learn it and be able to do those things, uh, you know, quickly uh, with a lot of different moving parts in front of him when it comes to defenses. Offensive line, I mean, I think Coach Owens probably even needed a flip card to figure out the names of his guys. There's been so many moving parts and in that room. Um, you've got some really good pieces, though. You had three experienced guys. You've got some young guys, but you put some really good pieces in there. How do you expect that competition? Obviously, it's going to be very competitive for, for even the, the guys that are coming back. Um, what do you want to see out of, that, uh, out of those guys in the, in the first few weeks of fall camp? To this point, I think we have added some really good competition to that room, which needed to happen, but I really feel good about the competition we've added. Yes, we had three veterans that have played a lot of football. There's some other young guys that are continuing to develop that will be really good players for us as well. But now we have a nucleus of uh, you know close to you know 10 guys that uh, at any point in time we would like to be able to put on the field that can play well for us, that can understand the whole package, that have some experience, that are physical, that have athleticism. So that's an important position. It doesn't get a lot of credit because it goes to the skill guys, but they do all the work. And uh, you know when you get guys injured or you get guys gassed, you have to have a few others be that are able to go in there and uh, we have definitely on paper uh, you know added more depth and competition and now it's about transferring that into the game field great stuff from Jody and, and coach Brom there and one of the key factors for coach Brom this year and, and wanting to have that let's win now mentality and having the opportunity to win now is obviously all the guys that he brought in through the experienced guys to the transfer portal amongst the most notable at quarterback Jack Plummer former Purdue quarterback who went to Cal last year, was a starter at Cal, you know, did quite well for the Bears. You know the story. He's now back, obviously very familiar with the Brom offense. Jody had a chance to talk to Brian Hudson, the Louisville center, who's, you know, since Jack Plummer arrived on campus, those two have been very close in forming that relationship both on and off the field because obviously you know how important the relationship between quarterback and center are. Here's Jody and Brian Hudson talking about how important the relationship is there. We talked about you know, your relationship with Jack and, and, and coming in. How big is it that Jack had the experience in the offense? How much has that helped everybody? Yeah, it's it's helped out tremendously because you know obviously this offense is a lot is a more complex and we do a lot of different things that we haven't done in the past. So Jack being able to have that experience and playing the system for for as long as he did. And uh, with Coach Brom has has helped us out, just understanding the the concepts of the plays and and what the goal is, and uh, you know just seeing that vision that that uh, Coach Brom has um, from Jack has helped us out a lot, and especially him being the quarterback. Obviously, he knows what goes on on the whole field, so uh, he helps out with the O line a lot and protections too, because you know we work hand in hand. So, Jawar is such a Jawar Jordan is such a humble young man. He talked about himself, and obviously he had a great year last year. He's your right. leading rusher coming back. But 
He was talking about Isaac and Maurice a lot, too, today. And I think people do get caught up in Jouard had such a great year. You kind of forget those other two guys. I mean, Isaac is proven at you know in, in the Big Ten. And then Maurice is a guy in the end of the year, maybe the biggest surprise in the last five games, four or five games last year. Right. Your backfield's pretty loaded, isn't it? I, I completely agree. Yeah, Jawar obviously speaks for his stats speak for himself and what he was able to do last year when he got some touches and um, and his versatility too. So, uh, But I agree. We were talking about Maurice, uh, me and him earlier today and just how how impressive he was last year and even still being so young but still being able to make the impact that he did last year and uh, this year kind of stepping into the role of being one of the one of the main backs you know along with Jawar and Isaac and some of the other guys in that room uh, it'll be really special because they're all really talented and and you know we've got a lot of experience in that room now so uh, it'll be really fun to see what we can do and uh, you know obviously we've got a good good line to uh, block for them so it'll be fun when you look at at, at the way this offseason has gone. I mean, well, obviously, you, you've actually been really busy because you were doing the track thing and spring ball and then and then workouts. Um, you're less than a week away from fall camp. Does it get you, guy? Does it get like okay? This it's it's time because you're practicing all the time now, but to put the pads on is different. Right. Yeah. That's uh, our coach was uh, talking to us. Uh, coach Owens was talking to us last week. You know, he was just crediting how you know we've done a lot of practice and done a lot of things. You know, but we're always in gym shorts and in tennis shoes and in the weight room. So uh, and seven on seven and all throwing the ball around and things like that uh, with the receivers and the defense and quarterbacks, but. The game of football doesn't start until the pads come on and the and the O line and D line, you know, step on the field. So fall camp coming up and being a week away and this thing about to start getting rolling. Uh it's really exciting and, and it it feels like a long time since we played a game of football, so we're really excited to get going. Do you sense the energy and excitement from the fans oh absolutely you know even being out in the community and, and going out to eat or going to stores or whatever uh, fans come up to us all the time and ask about coach Brom ask about the team and they just say they're looking forward to it and things like that so you can definitely feel that excitement uh, and feel that you know energy and passion that they kind of have renewed now that the coach Brom and the staff has been back Talking with uh, Brian Hudson, University of Louisville offensive line, the center, and uh, All-American in track and field. You got a new track and field coach. What uh, have you have you chatted with the coach and, and kind of you know will, will that continue for you as you move forward? Yeah, the uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to him yet. I, I'm, he's been pretty busy, I'm sure, with uh, you know hiring a staff and getting acclimated with the with the University of Louisville and things like that. Um, but he's uh, he's a really good coach, and and his resume speaks for itself. And uh, uh, he's uh, he's from what I've seen and what I've heard a really really good person too. So it's it's a uh, it'll be really good for the for the track team and the and uh, you know all the athletes there because he's had success a lot of success in the past at his uh, previous school. So I'm anxious to see what what he can do and. Uh, I know a lot of the a lot of the athletes are really excited as well. And as far as me, uh, I do believe I have an, a year of eligibility left for track and field after this uh, season. Uh, so. We'll see what happens with football uh, as far as the next level goes, and uh, we'll see if I'm able to take that or if I'm better off to just start training and, uh, you know, get ready for the next level. You know, 
It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must Listen, download, and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found. The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. Coming into the 2022 season, Tennessee transfer running back Tyon Evans had pretty much all of the spotlight, a lot of the discussion, a lot of the eyeballs as far as the Louisville running game was concerned. And rightfully so, very talented player. And he certainly had a number of big moments and some big games for the Cardinals. Uh, but while he was doing so, Jawar Jordan just kept plugging away, took advantage of some opportunities when they presented itself. And then as Tyon Evans kind of shut things down uh, near the end of the season, Jawar really jumped on that opportunity. And in four of his last five games, four of the last five games of the season, including the bowl win over Cincinnati, he went over the the 100-yard mark. And now the spotlight is on Jawar Jordan. He was at the ACC kickoff. He talked about the competitiveness in this new group of running backs with Jody Demling. Competition in the backfield is going to make you better, isn't it? I mean, yes, sir. I mean Maurice and Isaac, younger guys. Mm-hmm. What, what's it like? What's it like in that room? Um, really, we're like a brotherhood. Uh, we do everything together. Uh, if you ask any guys on the team who's the tightest room, they're probably going to say the running backs. And uh, we just uh, get work together. We go to church together. We uh, do team activities together. Uh, uh, it's just been a blessing uh, having those guys in our uh, in our room and um, getting 1% better each day and pushing each other. What is Isaac's strengths? What, do you, what are we going to see from him? Isaac can do a little bit of everything. I mean, I mean, people say that Isaac's a bigger back, but he has speed. That man is fast, so I would expect y'all to see him uh, bust out a, long, uh, a few long runs. So. He did one against Purdue last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah. the coaches remember that one uh, for for sure. Right. Uh, and what about Maurice? You were saying, uh, uh, you know, if Maurice is listening, you were saying you're faster than Maurice Turner. Uh, what what about Maurice? Because he he does. He's got some speed. Maurice is versatile. Like man, he can catch the ball. He can run the ball. He can run between the tackles, and he just has a bright future ahead of him. Were you surprised last year at him when you saw it during fall camp, you saw when he got here? Were you surprised where he kind of came to the end of last year? Uh, not not exactly. I mean, uh, we we all was prepared to uh, show up when it was time to show up. So when Maurice got to campus and we seen him practice, uh, we seen his attitude, we seen his work ethic. It doesn't surprise me how uh, it all played out, and uh, he ended up showing up and having a great game. Is there, is there anybody on this offense that we're gonna be like, whoa, that guy's a little better than we thought, or a lot better than we thought? And uh, if I can say everybody, I, I would say everybody. But you know, I, I'm gonna talk about my room, uh, Maurice and Isaac for sure. Uh, 
I feel like they're not getting uh, as much hype as they should be. So definitely them. Maybe the reason they're not getting as much hype is because you did so much last year, Jawar. Your your year last year, I think, kind of catapulted you, and you had a great spring. Do you right. feel like you're kind of sitting on your on your best year? Do you feel like, you know, knock on wood, everything that goes right in fall camp, and 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 you're kind of primed to you broke out last year, but to, to do it again? Yes, sir. Uh, definitely looking to improve from last year. You know, uh, I feel like each year of my college experience like I've gotten better and this is the year where I, I truly break out and show the whole world that I'm one of the best running backs in the nation. You got so many new guys up front. <laughs> Just do you almost have to sometimes look and be like, hey okay that's 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 who's blocking for me. You know, way to go Eric or way to go Willie. I mean you, you had to learn everybody the way they do right. what they do. You also had to learn a lot of new names. Right. Is it kind of been kind of fun? It's been cool. I mean uh, Willie I actually Actually knew Willie because he was supposed to transfer to Syracuse at one point so we kind of recruited him there too when I was there but as far as everybody else it, it, it has been uh, a lot learning everybody's name but it has been it's, it's been fun because we uh, we do things together what do you think this team what is legitimate expectations for this team going into the season really the sky is the limit for this team um the standard is to win all the games obviously and get to the acc championship so that's the standard uh and i i believe that everyone's brought bought in so you talked a lot about your room in, in, the, in the running backs. Uh, tell me a little bit about Coach Barclay. I mean, people, he's, he's a Louisville guy, a Louisville native, um, and went off to college and had a great collegiate career uh, and has been very successful in coaching. What, what about him do you like? Coach Barkley is full of energy. You know, he's going to show up every day. And if we're not doing things right, he's going to let us know. And Coach, he, he loves Louisville, so this means a lot to him. And to see that passion from him means a lot because it feeds off us. You know, last year, specifically in the, in the second half of the season, the Louisville defense really took things to another level. One of the reasons they did so was because of the play of defensive end Ashton Gelati. He is also at the ACC kickoff and going to need to have another strong season from the defensive lineman, you know, maybe take that next step and along a, a group, a defensive front that's really gotten a lot more deep, a lot more experience because of the transfer portal additions. And, and his conversation with Jody, uh, one of the questions that uh, Jody tossed to him was specifically on the defensive line. Is there somebody that, that he does that he thinks isn't getting the attention that they deserve? I like his answer. Listen for it. Here is Ashton Gelati sitting down with Jody Demlin at the ACC kickoff. What did you uh, What did you know about Coach Brom beforehand, and and has anything surprised you as far as the attention and the amount, the what he means to the city of Louisville? Yeah. Um, to be fair, I didn't know too much. I didn't follow him as much as I obviously did. But once I heard about the uh, the announcement. Um, it, it, it sparked my curiosity, my interest in researching him because you want to know you want to know the type of guy you're you're, you're going to be working with, and uh, I just found out he he's a competitor. He loves the sport, and he he really shows that when he when he coaches. Um, and the love the feedback from the city is insane. I I, I know Jaws and Brian have brought it up before, but uh, if you go out and people recognize that you play football. It's it's about Brom, 
And that's not a bad thing. It's no, a great thing. It's a good. It's, it's a good. It's a good. They're, thing. Ex they're excited for what for what he's going to bring to to our team. It's and a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of energy and a lot of excitement. And yeah. that's, that you you guys can feed off that, right? Yeah. Defensively, you were talking in the uh, breakout room about Coach English mm -hmm. being the defensive coordinator. What what is it about Coach English? Is it the? Uh, I, I mean, he. You watch him, and it's like he's pretty hard on you guys, but yet he's kind of always smiling too. It's kind of yeah. he's kind of got that mix, doesn't he? Yeah, he's 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 probably uh, he's. I hate to do a comparison to another coach, but he's he's pretty similar to Ivy in the terms of uh, he's 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 very passionate. He is committed to to doing everything right by us, but he's gonna get on you. Like um, that's just the type of coach he is, and I I love the energy he brings. He is on point. Mm -hmm. at all times there's never a drop in energy he is focused and he is determined to put us in the best position to play so um just exciting to, to coach or not coach but be under him be coached by him it, it, there's so many faces there's so many names up front that have been around and yet there's a lot there's some newcomers as well um you know some guys like you know Jeff Clark, whose name people may not yeah. know, and, and and you know freshmen. Um, what what do you kind of expect of the competition? What do you expect the camp to be like in the defensive line? I, I expect camp to be not not an all-out war, but I, I I expect it to be a really good competition. I, I think we have a lot of great players who all have their own specialties and. I think the the competition we have, even though it's friendly, we, we push each other to be better people. And, I mean, obviously people, you're, we're competing for a spot, but um, as a collective, we're trying to be the best we can be. So um, I think the competition is great. And I think bringing in new faces, young people, it, it brings in that kind of competition. And we we, we want to work. We want to be great. So we're going to. Compete. You talked about in the breakout room. You talked about Jarvis Brownlee being kind of the guy that, that's going to maybe be better than people think, or, or you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Is going to be a leader in the in the, on the defense, specifically on the line. Though, is there somebody that maybe isn't getting the attention now uh, that you think is going to have a big year? I feel like uh, I'm going to give a shout out shout out to my boy Ramon per year. Uh, Ramon is is a, he's a great player. Uh, I think a lot of times he's overlooked because mm -hmm. he's, he's the quiet type. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, he's he's a great player. I mean, uh, people don't often talk about him, but what he does for our defense is it makes him irreplaceable. Uh, I love him. He's he's a great guy, hard working at work ethic, and you know he's, he's just ready for his time to shine. Great stuff from Jody at the ACC kickoff. And you have to tell you, listening to the press conferences, listening to the breakouts and these one-on-ones between Jody and Jeff Brom and the players continues to fire me up for this 2023 season. I mean, Jeff Brom's got me believing that he wants to win now, and he's got me believing that they can win now. And and what, what, if you look at the work they've done, again, through the transfer portal and, and how spring progressed from that day one, how it looked – you know, a lot of people are like, okay, what's going to happen to what it looked like as spring progressed um, and how everything started to mesh for this team. You, know, you really got to like the chances that they have. I'm looking forward to the start of fall camp, see what they're going to put through and, and <clears throat> excuse me, and how they'll come out as they gear up for the league opener in game one against Georgia Tech down the Affleck 
kickoff bowl in Atlanta. Again, the voting for the preseason All-ACC team, the predicted order of finish and so on, continues through Sunday. The league will announce the predicted order of finish on Tuesday, August 1st, while the preseason ACC and Player of the Year projection will be announced on Wednesday, August 2nd. Again, we appreciate Jody spending some time in Charlotte, getting to a feel for the competition that the Cardinals are going to face, kind of getting a feel and the mindset of the Cardinals is, and, and Jeff Brom and those players as they gear up to, for the 2023 season and face fall camp starting here soon. Great stuff from him. Stick with Cardinal authorities. We got plenty of preseason coverage coming as that 2023 season does inch ever so closer. I am Michael McCammon for Jody Demling. This has been a Cardscast.